Welcome to What's My Thesis. I'm your host, Javier Proenza. Every week, my guests and I share the answers we found to the questions we have. Join us as we explore and expand our worldview through research and ask, what's my thesis? And today, my guest is Philip J. Mellon. And uh, where are you located? I'm in Taunton, Mass., about 40 minutes or so below uh, south of Boston. Oh, okay. So, so you're, yeah. Southeastern right. Mass. Eastern Massachusetts? Yeah. Right. Uh, and... So, I mean, we kind of like know each other just slightly uh, uh, based on like on Instagram stuff. So do you want to just get into your topic or is there anything that we should know about you before? I uh, mean, I guess, you know, I guess we'll figure it out as we go. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's I, I think it's I, I think that's the way it usually goes, you know. Yeah. So uh, on, what, on what, what's your too. top? What's your topic today? Oh, <laughs> I I like what you you've been doing with like so sort of, I don't know if you title them or the the guest titles them, but I was I, I try to make them clickbaitier sometimes, you know, yeah, yeah, or yeah, if yeah. it you know like sometimes, yeah, I mean sometimes they'll state like sometimes I feel I'm a real jerk because someone will state the the topic and I'll put something else entirely because we end up talking like about something else a little bit more, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? But yeah. but I mean it happens. What's your topic right. today? Let's well, see. Let's see. Let's see if it becomes a title. Uh, well, I don't know about that. I mean, I'm thinking maybe color or personal color or reactions to color. Okay. So. And, yeah. So okay, go ahead. Let me let me get a little bit more on that. Well, uh, it also it's probably just going to be in a, a, a like more of a the, as far as it relates to the creative process. If you can separate the two, really, anyway. But yeah. Um. Yeah, but it's it stems from color. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. the first thing that made me think of is that when I was a kid, I uh, would, t- you know, like, I don't know if this happens anymore because I used to just sit on the bus and stare blankly into space on yeah. an hour long bus ride to school. And I would have like weird philosophical thoughts. I, if I had a phone now, you know, as if I was a kid now with phones, I don't know that that would be happening. Yeah. But I was like thinking about like how perception, you know, like basic thoughts that you have, like uh, like coming, let's call them coming of age philosophical realizations, right? Where it's like, <laughs> oh, red doesn't look the same to everybody, right? And like, and, yeah. and, and, and little things like that realizations. And I remember telling my brother at one point and he goes, did I tell you about that? Because I had those ideas. And I, <laughs> so it, it, it was, yeah. uh, it, it's funny how those things, uh, are we talking about like something like that or is this, is this not well, as abstract? It's probably going to go that way into a little more literal or somewhat biological or scientific, but I don't, you know, I don't want to get too boring and no, and no, that's fine. It's, so, it's hard to, uh, uh, without examples, you know, so it's all, it's all, we're talking about, we're going to talk about color and we, we have to use our words to kind of illustrate that. So, uh, okay. so yeah, but I, I, you mentioned perception and I, I think that's important because how, how can we like the two of us to get, like you and I see the same color as, as, as red or, um, uh, what I'm trying to think of. Of course, I made a bunch of notes, and now they're escaping me. But <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> but like, I mean, lighting conditions help, and you know, it, we both have glasses, so eyeglasses, yeah. so you know, that can change some things. And especially staring at a screen, which you know, I'm not even sure if like computer screens are still like that RGB or 
uh, you know, red, green, and blue, or if they've changed because of technology. But uh, some of the things I was looking at today talked about the TV and how, you know, certain colors are dominant and, you know, like light wavelengths reaching your retina and, you know, how they reach your brain and, you know, the sort of struggle or like what side of the, the primary color camp you're on, if it's RGB or if it's the MYK, uh, you know, actually like mixing like physical paint, mm-hmm. which, which like how to find the best color and is the, the old way of doing things, the color wheel, just like out of date or some people get really angry about it. <laughs> so um, what about how, how, how we've moved away from the color wheel or yeah, just like the, the, the red, green, blue or red, yellow, blue as being primaries. And yeah. if that's the, the best way to go for, especially teaching children, like when they, as they're growing up, you know, uh, whereas, uh, I mean, cyan's a beautiful color and, uh, you know, it's, it's not necessarily included in that, but it like in printing you can. So, yeah. And then the idea of like designing anything on a computer you have to like convert it from CMYK to RGB when you go to get it printed. And that that's always kind of like been confusing and maybe even maddening because why, why begin there if you can't finish there and then, you know, what your print's going to be different than your design, so to speak, like color wise. Yeah. That, that was actually uh, early on. One of the things that I found really frustrating about working digitally where it was like just the idea of your color, like, cause I was doing uh, darkroom photography and I really enjoyed that. But yeah. once it started to to have to like color correct and like, it's not even so much using Photoshop that's the problem. It's using Photoshop and getting the right colors, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're printing, it's it, it has to do with that like uh, CMYK R, R, RGB color space thing, but also the fact that like the colors you see on the screen are not the ones that are going to come out in the print, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was like, <laughs> that broke me. That, that was when I was like, fuck photography. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least as part of my practice, you know, like I just had a resentment towards that, like what I got to spend all this time calibrating this machine. And and so essentially my college uh, knowledge is like obsolete pretty much because I was, I, I just became really good at, print, uh, at, uh, at doing color prints, but... Yeah, I don't <laughs> anymore, you know, like in a dark room. So it's it's it, that's another like I can I can see how this is a charge thing because I'm, I'm already having an emotional reaction. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so tell me more. Tell me more. So uh, you, you mentioned wavelengths and the and the science and the biology. Can we get in, into a little bit of that? Sure. Um, well, I I had an experience where. Back in that at the community college I went to, uh, the instructor just happened to, to pick up a, a toolbox or, you know, like sort of the, the art bin slash, you know, like thing that you hold your markers and paints and brushes and everything. And he talked about the, the color being like almost everything but the color you see because the, in addition to that experience, I, uh, I thought about um, the chemical compound of things, which, you know, it was explained through through a video that I learned from and it's uh, that's not really my my mind going that way it's just like that's not my sort of like background with that but um so based on the chemical compound of the object let's say it's a strawberry in this case how it it absorbs wavelengths that are say not red and the the wavelengths that it so so like rejects or re re, uh, Mm -hmm. rebounds 
to your eye gets felt by the cones of vision that you have that responds to red and then sending the signal back to your brain, seeing it as red. That might be a roundabout sort of way to say that. No, I, I remember this, but it is funny. It is like a funny thing to think about how like, um, because you just think of color like uh, intuitively it's it, it's 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 not it's not an intuitive thing the idea that the that the 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 apple is absorbing all types of light except for the red right like that yeah, is yeah, kind yeah. of like like it's it's something that when you remember it like even though you've learned it even like you don't think about it when you think about it as you just made me it's like oh yeah, yeah that yeah. shit is kind of weird you know conceptually yeah because <laughs> yeah, i mean really it's every i mean you could say that it's every color but red because it's actually jiving with it like it's like hey yeah. come with me and we'll hang out you know <laughs> yeah yeah that's but red crazy. is red is not part of the club like i'm not you today i'm blue or you know yeah that kind of thing but uh the other thing that early on blew me away about color was uh like when i start when i i did painting a little bit in in uh, college um it wasn't like the thing that i ended up pursuing but the idea that in uh in darkness and apple like using the same object Maybe that'll get boring. Let's say a kiwi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a kiwi is black. Maybe a little bit more of a color. An orange, colorful uh, object. When when color when a uh, orange is in pitch blackness or it's not getting light on it, it becomes a dark black object, right? Like it literally is not reflecting light, so right. it is black. And that like that was one of the things that when they taught me that about how to paint an object right i was like oh shit that's crazy you know <laughs> not oh, wow. to make the episode all about like times that i had my mind blown with color <laughs> oh no that's fine i um it's it's an interesting thing and it's like it's important and there was a, a conversation i had with somebody about paul clay and they asked me if i responded to paul clay or if i like paul clay's work and i was like oh i, I was kind of taken off uh like taken aback because I was like, you know, I haven't thought about him in so long. And the only thing I can come up with was like, well, I'm not really sure how much like light is my favorite thing. And then afterwards (laughs) I'm like, what? Like that's, that was the dumbest thing I could have said because you know, without light, we don't have color. And you know, Paul Clay is one of the better ones to to tell, you know, to tell us that with his work, you know? So, yeah. yeah, So I mean, I still remember that instance and it was probably, like 2014 or something i had this conversation and it was for my podcast so it's like being it was recorded i remembered it a little a little more vividly but um so that was another thing which i thought was interesting what's um, your podcast called oh well there's actually three of them <laughs> <laughs> but they're all like it's they're all in the family you know like my main podcast is Oddcast. it's uh sort of this bostonian slash southeastern mass accent like instead of art cast it's a h t c a s t oh okay okay yeah so and then i have the the mixed media tapes and um art takes which you know like mixed wow, media man. tapes is, yeah how often do these come out well the mixed media tapes was generally something that was done in 2015 and it was like a series and like i didn't necessarily intend to com- uh continue it but mm. sometimes f- for the from the main podcast i have uh conversations that can be split up so i'll add it to the mixed media tapes if it has to do with like a specific topic outside of just like you know studio life and painting and you know Mm -hmm. uh directly or uh it might be about like one of them was actually about light so i took that (laughs) from you know it was it was at length to a degree so it was it it could be its own thing in a different podcast uh you know part of the 
part of the oddcast family, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you so. first said it, I thought it was oddcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's oh dd. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, is this like about cryptids and stuff? No, I don't know. <laughs> Which I'm totally down with too. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 not like it might be a little odd at times, but <laughs> yeah, oddcast. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. So what is the art scene like up there, you know, like since we're talking about the art cast and, uh, and all of that, I didn't realize that you were a podcaster. Do you have a, does it, does your podcast have an IG? Yeah. Like a, like a handle. Uh, Instagram or, um, handle. Yeah. 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 A-H-T-C-A-S-T. A. A. We'll do it later, man. Oh, okay. We'll just use that as a plug. All right. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, so, so yeah, so tell me a little bit about Boston, the art scene. Obviously, it, it has a scene, but I don't know anyone there, so it's, it's yeah. Foreign I, know, to me. I know a few people in Boston. I don't get there much. Um, okay, or but, I mean Massachusetts in general, I guess. Oh well, I mean Mass is pretty cool. Uh, you know, you got Mass Mocha, which is in the western part of the state, and but here where I live, there's like a lot of cities that are close by, like Providence, Rhode Island, is kind of a cool art spot, and mm-hmm. they're. Depends on if I'm driving or other people are driving, but it takes about 20 minutes or half an hour to get there. And then, yeah. yeah and, you know, that's a really kind of romantic city in its own right. And uh, it's been a while since I've been there. I think it's been a while since I've been anywhere because we're, you know, we're, we're at the tail end of, hopefully at the tail end of the pandemic. So <laughs> yeah, some of that sure. will continue, but I'm just optimistic, I guess. I'm uh, so excited. I got yeah, my yeah. vaccines and I'm ready to go take over. Oh, the cool. World. I'm waiting on my yeah. second, but yeah. Nice. Um, Man, this is like, you know, not to go on a side tangent on how crazy this year has been, but yeah, some yeah. normalcy is also kind of weird too. Yeah, right? but it affects <laughs> it, it affects the projects. And I think in a lot of ways, it's like having a podcast in your case with the video, it's like you can still continue it, which is nice because yeah. how, you know, we, we can still stay connected, yeah. you know, and share our ideas and content and what have you. So. Uh, no, just, it's it's been fun. It's uh, like it's actually been my uh, saving grace to just have a social like outlet. Have you been recording during the 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 outbreak? The outbreak. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it, it, how do you feel about having that as like uh, as a regular thing? Because literally, that it's the only way that I had like any social life during this whole yeah, period. Yeah. Well, I I've had the podcast for a number of years. I got accustomed to that anyway, so it was almost like uh, definitely glad I had it and. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's 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 just made it a little more apparent that like how necessary it is to have projects like this. Yeah. Based on what we're going we're I mean collectively going through the same thing, you know. Yeah. And it's... So yeah, it's it's definitely cool and it's just being able to do it yourself and do it indoors and connecting with people, you know, it's like I've just gotten so used to that. Like I've done so much of that for years, but so in a lot of ways it was just a continuation. How long, but, how long, you started in 2015, right? So you've been podcasting since for like six, no, five years now? It's actually, well, I started in 2011. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was just, just about I'm 10 years. I'm so glad I didn't start in 2011. Uh, <laughs> why? Because I would have said some dumb shit. Oh, well, you know, so the only thing I can really, I mean, I say dumb shit all the time, but the one thing that really bothers me is the, the tech side of it, the, the quality, sound quality of it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause you know, I mean, but, it, but you know, you start a project and you learn along the way. So, you know, that's what I tell myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually like, sometimes I, I'm, I've like 
automated so much of that that I worry that I should go back and listen to it to make sure that the uh, <laughs> audio don't do it. <laughs> the audio is still good. Like as I'm yeah. inching my microphone closer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I'm I'm amazed that you got it to stay out of the frame because I I was testing and I couldn't do it. This is a different mic for me, so. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm pretty close. I'm a lot closer to the camera than it appears. So, oh, okay. Yeah, like, um, but so that 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 helps it be out of frame, but me still be into the cone influence. Yes. Um, yes. But yeah, man. So enough talking shop. Like, uh, yeah. So tell me a little bit more about color, and I'm gonna pull up some of your work because I do. Uh, I mean, I do have Instagram right here, so that I can ask questions more directed towards your practice. Okay. As cool. as I hear you talk about color, because you are a painter, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's um, I mean, I tried to do a little more research because I've I've always enjoyed color and I've always um, liked using it as like maybe a compositional tool more than say just like a mood thing uh, or uh -huh. like something. I mean, I don't really come. I I I come to a painting with. Uh, like preconceived ideas as far as like maybe words, like, cause I write a little bit. So that often sparks things. And, mm -hmm. and I probably start to paint like in an awkward way because I don't always think of like, oh, okay, what colors do I want to use ahead of time or anything like that. And I probably work um, like doing it the hard way, you know, because of yeah. that, if that makes sense. No, that makes sense. I had a teacher when I was in community college that was that that was always blown away by how like I would start in the most in the least intuitive ways, but I would still end up with a composition. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I didn't it's, like draw everything out and like plan to have everything in the page. Yeah, but somehow. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I totally it, get that experience. Yeah, I think in a lot of ways, like if if you if the longer you paint for you know years and what have you, I think it's I think it probably gets to be that you don't really have a lot of parameters. You have maybe one or two and then anything goes. And then once you have like, maybe you're halfway through a painting or three quarters, if you can tell, like then, then those other decisions come into play. Like, okay, that color's not working. Like uh -huh. beforehand, they're just tools and they, they might be devoid of color until they, they become a color for the composition and they're either hurting, hurting or helping it. Yeah, uh, which I think it starts off like pretty intuitive. Uh, like, I mean, of course, if you go to art school, you learn all the, you know, the the ins and outs of it. But I don't, I don't think I really grab onto that much until those other decisions come in, where I have to. Like, it's it's like yeah, it's yeah. an exp it's does that make sense? Like, it's an expression. You're like, oh, now that's terrible. I got to do that up in the right hand corner or. Yeah, it's like it. doing a first draft. Like, I mean, any it, it going back to writing. Since you you said that you like to write, like that's a, that's kind of how you have to write, right? You don't. Yeah, you're yeah. not gonna pull out perfect sentence by perfect sentence. You 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 spew it out, and then you go back and you you refine it, right? Or, yeah, or do yeah. you write? Or do you get hit by inspiration and then just like spew magic? Because <laughs> if you do, oh, that's fucking well, amazing. Well, you know, I think. It, that's one of the words that popped into my head either today or like, you know, for the past few days that I think, I think color can be magic and I don't like to take that away from it, you know, like by, uh -huh. you know, thinking about the retina and all that. I mean, without that, you don't have color, obviously. Yeah, I get it. But, you know, we do, I can take that for granted a little bit more. Um, and, you know, darn it, I can use paint from a tube if I want to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't have to mix the perfect green, like, um, so you don't you don't get caught up in any of that. Well, I 
it happens, but it's, it's part of the process, but I, it, it's a little more direct, I think, you know, like, and, mm. and it's somewhat intuitive, but, and I, I can't deny the, the school, like the training, you know, yeah. cause it's, even if that, that becomes subconscious, you're still doing it. And sometimes it becomes a little more automatic, I think is what I'm trying to say. Because you've you doing, learned it. I get you. I, I yeah. I, um, are you doing, uh, yeah. I mean, sometimes we do write better than others, right? <laughs> sometimes it's a slog and we have to go back and do several drafts, but other times it's just like one draft, two drafts, three drafts. Right. Yeah. It's such but, a, like, but uh, I was going to ask you, like, what do you deal with anything just because of the way that you're talking about stuff? It's all, it's, it's a lot more about process and a lot less about um, th- themes. Is, is, do you work with themes in, in any sense? Uh, or, I mean, because obviously, like, I'm not saying, I'm not putting a value judgment on it. I'm asking a little bit more about, like, um, you know, because there's text. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's stuff like that. So, like, what... And there's definitely a, um, a point of view or what's it called? Not point of view, but like I can tell they're all done by a, a person, right? Like it's a body of work, essentially. Yeah, it, like a series. Or, did you mention? Yeah. So, so like is there – what's the thinking behind the, the stuff that you're doing? And in terms well, of like – because you're saying you, – I mean, okay. So like when you said that essentially when the – the decision making starts what kind of decision making and how is that process like what what does that entail well uh it like i started the parameter which is mostly compositional like i mm. want to have two two bands on either side of the canvas and keep it like the the main focus in the middle like sort of like a, whether it's like a portrait they 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 hardly stem uh, or stray away from a portrait and to begin with and then like i said they hardly stray from away from that al- along the way Mm-hmm. Um, like that's one parameter. I think the first is probably always c- compositional, and the second is is definitely the palette. But mm-hmm. it's there isn't a whole lot of mixing, and a lot of um, a lot of times I do that just so like I definitely pick out colors I like, and I don't use all of them all the time, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But they're um, Like it's basically so I have enough of a because I tend to work in like shapes and they're pretty graphic. Yeah. So I I like the idea of having uh, like a uh, a good quantity of color that I can go to that's the same as what I used before without trying to like get too painterly. Like I I mean I have painterly <laughs> passages, but uh, so um, but yeah. Definitely one of the reasons I don't paint. <laughs> oh, because you don't have enough of a color. No, just to to spend all that time to just get the same color again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, either you love that shit and you live for it. Yeah, yeah. Or like, I mean, that's basically painting. <laughs> yeah, there, like, there's at least two camps with that. Like, you know, the one that I'm coming from, and then yeah, another yeah. one where it's like, it's okay. Like that passage is not the same as the other one, but it 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 fits. Like it fits where it fits. I guess you could say. You know, uh-huh. like wh- wherever you are with what you're doing, it's part of like the individual creative process. So, um, yeah, I mean, no, no, I, I I don't mean that to disparage anybody who can or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, the, the <laughs> look, there's tediums that I get in, into that people would not fucking tolerate themselves. You know, it's like we all pick our own like self uh, 
uh, self-harm, I was going to say. Self-torture. <laughs> Mixing pain is hardly that. Yeah. <laughs> I was being ironic. But anyway, so, so I, okay, and then you start making, but it, uh, so, but in terms of it, 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 like, would you say that you are, um, like, what kind of a painter would you describe yourself as? Like, what, like if someone was like, if a, a layman came up to you, I'm totally being like a cheater and and asking you the the the, the dumbest questions. No, but, that's fine. Uh, no, no, but the, the like if someone was like, "Oh, what do you paint?" which is a horrible question. But yeah, like yeah, and yeah. I'm looking at it right now, so I obviously know how what you paint, but I'm saying like, can you describe it in a way that like I could maybe like uh you know, understand a little bit about what it is that you're looking to 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 achieve, you know? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's clearly there. I think so. I, I would say that um, just loose, loose representations of, uh, I, I almost want to call the recent stuff like figurative, you know, or just like portraits that mm-hmm. are are anxious and a little like uncertain, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it kind of points to my youth a little bit or just the youth of anyone really. Um, maybe not everyone, but people that might have, you know, live through the same interesting, uh, or maybe, uh, there's, there's a, there's a lot of text involved, actually. You mentioned text earlier and I've been Mm -hmm. incorporating some text lately and that's a way to like pull into, pull in the the things that I write into it and using, uh, the text is not always as like legible, but as some sort of an abstract form or just like a mark, you know? Yeah. And no, there's definitely, there's some P, there's a couple P's here. And there's this like loosely figurative thing, but it's interesting because you're like, or, uh, you know, it, it's broken down into shapes, but then you've got the eyes, but they're not eyes because they're like, one of them is rubbed out in yellow, you know, there's like, yeah, I yeah. see an H here. So it's interesting because it's like, you're, it's not necessarily literal, but it's also, it's almost like you're tongue and cheeking it a little bit, right? Like. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. you're like, am I doing this? <laughs> you know, yeah, and and, and, we, and I don't know if you listened to the Kitsch episode, but that like that 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 is an interesting idea. The the idea of like, is there even Kitsch anymore? Because it's just so like, it's just the thing, right? Like that we and essentially what um, what Anna was saying was that there since there's like no high, we're trying to dismantle the hierarchies of high and low. Yeah, wow, yeah. Right. Like, is kitsch even possible if it's not like, you know, because I read I read in uh, uh, the definition and it, it has to do with like it being like only appreciated ironically and being sort of considered gauche. Right. We're yeah. like now I, d- I don't think of kitsch and gauche as synonymous. Where, would, where would kitsch um, end up on this on the scale, like from high. Like I would say, brow. gauche would be like uh, something decorated by uh, Donald Trump, right? Like you know, like that kind of <laughs> like that 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 to me is tacky. Whereas yeah. kitsch, I, I I think now has become its own like um, it's re- it's like the phoenix rising from the ashes of trashy, right? <laughs> like because 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 generations of people have been like identifying with it, right? Like because it's all this mass produced shit. Anyway, we don't have to relitigate that argument. But in yeah, terms yeah. of answering that question, I do think that like it is it is an interesting idea, which is what like and, and I'm looking at one right now, which is why what it is sort of like um, 
it's character stuff, but I don't know. Like the, the it's it's abstracted to such a degree that it's almost like you're playing with the idea of like, am I doing this? Or is it just a coincidence? Am I aware that I'm doing this? Am I picking up on something? <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I don't. I mean, I think that a lot of times I'm not exactly aware what, about what I'm doing, and it becomes this sort of like automatic or subconscious thing. And yeah. there's many there's many layers to like the painting process for me and others as well. But in this case, it's like I don't know how, when, or how those decisions I'm going to have to make actively or like say definitively come into play like as a painting progresses. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, but there's definitely something to like these, like, you know, just two randomly placed dots and then three randomly placed dots as I'm going down, up and down the the feed. Like, it, it's interesting what you can do to sort of imply a face. Maybe that has to do with that, like, uh, thing that human um, humans do where they try to find that pattern in things, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you might be fucking with that like primitive element in me and it's like it's 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 a fun like thing to have fucked with i i anytime i'm like in a space where i'm like what's going on here yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i get a little excited confusion is fun sometimes as long as it's not uh doesn't coincide with fear <laughs> yeah yeah there's a yeah there's a difference there but yeah this is interesting um and then there's definitely stuff that's more literal and more portraiture based, but yeah, uh, the most recent series is kind of uh, you know the the formats are smaller and they're a little more you know like shape the nine by twelve, eight by ten, so it's reflects uh, you know it's, it could mirror the a person's head that you know about that size and the face and what have you. But um, yeah, I make a lot of notes when I'm when I'm painting, so that that helps tie in the text for me anyway. Mm -hmm. um you know into the visual uh, do you you it's part of the scene is is that part of the work to to show the the text or is that just as a a practice for yourself it's mainly like to help the process along like to incorporate the two but because i'm i'm also listening to music constantly when i paint so that some of the things come through that and uh so yeah one of my most recent paintings actually used a thalo marker so I, instead of just having the words come in later, I just wrote thallow on the painting just mm-hmm. so I can like almost remember like what marker I use, but it's also <laughs> like bring it <laughs> like, but I said, well, that's a, that's a way to directly take the words from the page onto the, uh, onto the canvas, like without, without having it happen later, if that makes sense. Like, um, yeah. Yeah, like well, it was. Well, the other thing that's interesting to me is that you said parameters that you that you only work with like one or one or two parameters, but the parameters that you pick are like, like X can be one, but it can also be like a billion, right? <laughs> the parameters that you that you the four or five parameters that you're picking are like uh, uh, drastic, right? Like it's not like. Uh, I mean, I guess I I get that there's freedom to to that, and like almost parameters help you. Like I I, I depend on them as well. So I guess yeah, that's yeah. kind of the the space that I want to talk about. But like, <laughs> the, uh, I, the I impact, like the feedback though. Yeah. No, the impact that it has on the work is like, uh, it, it you know, 
like you're obviously like I would say definitely not not literal figurative is is a huge parameter here right like there's an abstraction thing going on even though yeah. there's portraiture yeah. so that like <laughs> so that's not a casual one you get what I'm saying yeah it's like I don't when I'm, you when you I'm when you were talking before I was I was looking at the work and I was like okay <laughs> well, that, one see, or two now I'm now it clicks what you mean by that it's like huge uh huge uh like it, you're narrowing down yourself to a, to a, to a very specific space where there's a lot of freedom, but those you know like it's not like you're just going. You, it's not like you have a blank page and you do whatever the fuck with it, right? Like it's not like you just. No, I definitely scribbling. don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, I there, I can definitely tell there's like thought behind this and like decision making, and and even though you may start with like laying out some color, like you're not just going in and going like, rah. Right, right. Like, cause sometimes I try to just go, go off and I'm like, Oh no, this is just the scribble. <laughs> you get no, what I'm saying? No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every, everything, I, I don't know. Like I, I try like in, in whatever, whether it's a shape or a line or some kind of scribble, I like, I, I try not to put the first one down because that's, that's like a different language than the second one. If that makes sense. Like th- that's in yeah, your head yeah. or I'll, I'll, I'll jot it down on another, on another canvas or a piece of paper before I take it. Cause there's like, there's a thing that can get in the way. You know? I like that. I like that because if you're always doing to your first impulse, like you're, you're, you're going to always pay, paint the same thing. And then like, I like the idea of just crapping it out and being like, all right, whatever, we've done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it it's um... whatever compulsion that that ha- that that <laughs> has that it to be inside my first strokes. Yeah, it's yeah, done. Yeah. It's been addressed. Yeah, because you got to step aside as much as anything, you know. Uh, That's interesting. Yeah, I like the idea of uh, of doing that because what I do is instead, it, like, I'll just like think before i make down make a line maybe do like a a a slight like this is mostly with drawing with pen so it's i I can't i can definitely not like ink over it but it's also like it's bullshit right like it's not representational so like if i fuck up like who's gonna call me out on that line but like (laughs) (laughs) that's it yeah but see the the trouble with that is you always know i know it haunts me in my dreams i mean i don't and not just you but you know, I go through the same thing. You know, if I if I do something that there's a they the viewer, if you will, or someone that looks at it, what have you, like they they may not see it, but it's always there. Like the halo around something you tried to fix, and yeah. the halo is not necessarily visible, but it's just you know, there in your subconscious. You, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's there. So yeah, um, yeah. So what? T- so, so so when? Okay, what do you have like? A relationship to colors, like what is your relationship to colors? I guess uh, in in terms of like going back to like how do you even think about them, right? Like uh, it, it, so that we can maybe get a sense of how you see the the color, because obviously you probably think about it a lot more than most people, because you're literally taking pigment and you, you know yeah. like and and linseed oil. It's been put together for you, but like you know. You're yeah, fucking yeah. with cadmium, which is not good for you. You know, all these little things that like make your experience of color very different. So not that you're an expert, you're not Albers, but you get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, Like what, what do you, you know, like, cause I think, you know, on a synesthesia level, like things like, do you think that some people are like blue <laughs> or like yellow? You get what I'm saying? Like, some or people is it are like, blue? <laughs> what do you mean? 
Did you say that? some people are blue and some people yeah, are like yellow? not blue in terms of sad, but they're like you. They they make you think of a color, right? Yeah. Like, well, you, you know, like you the, know what synesthesia is, is like when people or... can smell smell like a sound or taste. You know. Yeah, that's all very interesting. I I I love that it can potentially come from music, and I'm not like a synesthete, but um, I I think as an artist, like a lot a lot of us do have that, you know. Uh, a part degree, of it right because i mean how do how do we how would we create anything like how would we dream how would we uh, recreate what we see like you know there's 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 not always just one sense at work you know um so yeah i don't know i just think there's an inner world that 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 artists like to get out and uh so like when you like you when you're making decisions with paint with color and paint like why wh- wh- how do you feel or you know because obviously this is like a lot of the conversations that I have about this kind of thing are maybe a little bit more intellectual but I want to get into your space which seems like it, not that like it this isn't intellectual but there's a there's an intuitive level that I want to get to you get what I'm saying yeah, yeah. like well, where it, where it's I like mean, the, I think that there's something you have to say about color that I haven't considered and I'm trying to get to it yeah you know? I don't think it's come out yet hopefully it's you know hopefully yeah, yeah it's, no it's I, I mean it doesn't have to like <laughs> it, it may be really impossible to, to to define you know it is difficult but I I you know, you, you gotta like be, uh, there's gotta be balance, you know, and that color could be anything like the two that balance each other can be anything. It's not always just like the rules of what happens on a color wheel, you know, like you're, mm-hmm. you're doing a complimentary or a split complimentary or, you know, those kinds of things. It's, it, it can be that turquoise and that red, like in the right measure, or it, it could be, and it could be technique too. I think, you know, like if you're glazing something like over a white, like if it's that red, then that might be the balance that you're looking for, but you won't know until you discover it kind of thing. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. I think it's more about discovery for me. And like mm-hmm. I was saying before, like finding out the hard way sometimes uh, that you've, you're like, and, and that's when, you know, like when you hit it, you hit it and you know, you know, yeah. um, but uh, it's not, it's not always so like formulaic, but the, it starts with composition. And I think I mentioned that mm-hmm. and color can help that and not, not in just like, there's, there's a way that I think it helps that's more common than that. And I can't really think of the words for it, but it's, I mean, I'm not replicating it. I'm not illustrating an object. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and that's I think that, that's clear. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, that's why I'm trying to figure out what the decision-making process is in that, because that, I mean, I actually don't fuck with color that much when I draw, right? Because yeah. like I, um, it's just like that's what I, I I don't know. I had some ideas early on put into my head in my, in my art education about the idea of like um, you know drawing and drafting and all of those things. They're like once you start adding color, it's painting. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. And, not so and much anymore, but <laughs> not so much anymore. But 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 what's it called? But it but it's it's kind of funny now. What gets called a drawing too? So like, I'm not I I'm not even a purist about it. I just yeah, it's yeah. just the habits that I I just became fascinated with. Like, um, I I guess I just fuck a lot more with uh, with lines and and shapes, right? And and uh, and there's a lot of interesting things that you can do with line that you know, in terms of cross hatching and stuff like that. And, and, yeah. and, and, and uh, you, you know, uh, 
just making little dots, breaking up lines with dots and dots. Like it, there's so many different little things that you can do to trick your eye just with a line that sometimes I never like I get so fascinated with what I'm drawing that I'm like, well, why am I going to fucking like add color and risk? Right? <laughs> yeah, it might not be the time, you know? Yeah, exactly. And but but the idea of color being like the, uh, such a driving force in what you're doing is is interesting to me because you can just lay out like that. It, you know, I essentially I pretty much draw a lot of negative spaces and then fill them in with other lines, whereas yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a different experience because there's a rhythm there with the layout of the lines and all of that. Even though there's ton- tonality, like when you're dealing with just like a color, like. I, I don't know. Do you have emotional like uh, uh, interpretations of color? Just like is purple more of like a, a sad color or is it like a happy color? You get what I'm saying? Like or yeah. or does that have to do with dumb? Like, do you get really into like, um, you know, getting into that center part of the color wheel where you're mixing the complementary colors and you're getting that grayed out sort of version of the color by putting like a little bit of green into an orange? There's a whole lot of subtlety that that can happen with painting and mixing. And I don't know. I'm, I actually work with acrylics now. Uh-huh. So I think have, had I still been working with oil, that might happen a little bit more. Cause I, I like the medium of oil paint, like what you can do with it, what you can make it do. Uh, don't really know why I switched except for maybe, um, I may Some be beans. wrong, but I feel like acrylics are a little bit cheaper and they're yeah, also yeah. safer. Uh, cause I'm, I, I work in behind that white door there. So, yeah. uh, you know, that's part of it. Um, yeah, you but, got, uh, do you have a, 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 did you inhale a lot of mineral salts in your day? Mineral spirits? Oh, well, yeah. Well, the, the smell is, there's nothing like it. It's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly the oil, you know, the oil medium, like that you add to the oil paint to, you know, do different things. That's like where the smell comes from. But that, I mean, it's, it's nostalgic. Like um, I, if I, if I smell that, I'm like taken back to school, you know, like yeah. art school. I'm like, Oh, that's it's also that's romantic. Wonderful. Cause it yeah, takes yeah, fucking, yeah. anything that takes a while, like a bake, a cake, that's romantic. <laughs> 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 Make someone food. That's romantic. Oh, totally. Yeah. And I mean, there's, there's like, it's funny that like I paint, I'm, it's solitary now more so than it was, you know, while you were in school. Cause you have the community of the artists and everything. And, um, and even if you have it now, I mean, it's, it's nice cause we have social media and what have you to help you stay in touch with people. And like we were saying, especially this past year. Yeah. Um, so, but it makes like, it's, it's become such a solitary thing for me and I'm actually like handling that better than I did like say 10 or 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, so I can, like, I, I honestly feel like I can do whatever I want now. So the, the, the color is um you know i'm using acrylics and they're 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 pretty opaque for the most part like my paintings and i just recently got a pair of a set of art uh paint markers so i've been using those a little bit and like adding line to it so um i don't know like it's pretty it's a pretty um basic process for me Uh, yeah you don't get into like uh thinking about like the difference, you know, like for, for a music analogy, like a major chord is considered a happy song. Like if it's, if you're doing, if you play a song in, ma- in major scale, it ends up being like a, ha- a happy upbeat. Whereas if you do it in minor scale, it has more of a melancholy. 
you know, like, do you, do you, uh, attach any value, any like, uh, values at all to like colors or to you, they're just neutral. Cause no, either one is fast. I think it's actually, I think it, the bright colors that I tend to work with actually disguise some sort of like melancholy, you know? Yeah. And okay. somehow that probably comes out in more of the composition and the drawing. Like if there's any drawing involved, whether it's line or just something that might be considered drawing like outside of painting, like if it's a, a technique or something to, to mask something or like a glaze or um, so that uh, there's, I, I hope there's a duality there. Cause a lot of times I'll think I'm painting a happy painting and then a friend will come over and be like, what is up there, Phil? You know? yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like that's a- I think that like, there's definitely some, you, you could say there's color in it, but it's not, and it's not necessarily melancholy, but it's definitely not just pop, you know, like it's not pop music is what I mean. You know, yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. it's not saccharine. Um, yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? So, so that, that's kind of interesting. Say it's like in your, in your uh, feedback, would you say it's like experimental in a way? Yeah. Uh, I would say that you have fun and, yeah. and, and it comes across. And I think that, 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 that communicating that is important because, uh, a lot of people like you look at their work and it, it is not joyous. I would yeah, say yeah. that like it's <laughs> I get the same. You, you get what I'm saying? And like and that, that's not a, a slight on them. I'm just saying yeah, this is a very yeah. particular uh, decision. And like and the whole point is to get to know you in this interview. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. as much as I'm tr- like I'm I'm coming up with questions like the it seems like you have a very like. um clear idea of what you're tr- what you're trying to do and what you're uh, what you're accomplishing and you it and where it comes from right and so trying to figure out where that comes from like i obviously have like my own relationship with colors right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so i'm like do you think that green is gossipy you know <laughs> oh, uh... it's different shit like that but like or green with envy or like whatever like the, whatever yeah. cliches but it's interesting to hear someone that uses color uh, so frequently and so confidently, like, it's like, oh, yeah, it's just a thing, you know, like, it's not, it does I know, it's like, I don't mean to be so, like, oh, whatever. It's just, no, it. but <laughs> I, no, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that as a negative. I'm actually, no, I, I find I, that it's interesting. More of, I wish I could, you know, not be so simple about it, but. No, uh, but that, I mean, that's what you're doing, right? Like, we're yeah, t- yeah. we, we want to know you, not the person, like, that you want us to, th- or you think you want, we want you to be. <laughs> you get what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, true, it true. is actually really interesting to, to, to hear this stuff right because we're talking about color and like and it is uh and your relationship to it is interesting because like um maybe i just have fucking hang-ups and i need to start using more color (laughs) yeah i mean go ahead well there's um i have initial response to it the color like any one color and i grab the tube and i come home and i use it and and then at that point like i like i feel like i'm just repeating what i said earlier but the then you have a decision to make once you have a certain you're at a certain level or the uh during the process of painting that you have to make a different set of decisions based but is on the, what is the color is the color and the shape those are the first two choices right like the definitely composition and color yeah okay yeah is that yeah so you're, um, you're like i'm gonna make a green based painting essentially I could do that. Yeah. I mean, but I, I, ne- I don't always know when that's going to happen. Like there's a few that I put glazes on and mm-hmm. I just like, that's when you're, when you're in the painter's mind, if you will, 
that you mm-hmm. you you figure out what to do like and that's when you look at your tool belt what would help this you squint you know all those things yeah do i glaze the whole thing do i glaze that part of it do i just cover it over do i you know and i sit a lot and look at the painting and say well you know i don't want to be so impulsive but i there's a fine line between holding yourself back because you think it's precious and actually holding yourself back because you're like whoa i just want to step back for a second like because you know like ultimately it's in the service of the painting you know like what's what's best for the painting and you know hardly yeah. what what i w- want to do all the time if that you know if that makes i think sense. this is super fascinating it's it, it it just defies what my expectations of like what it's like to be a painter are yeah <laughs> <laughs> essentially because like i mean my questions aren't necessarily that sophisticated about it it's more it's more that like uh I, I'm just I'm just a conceptual artist dick, so I can't get like out of that <laughs> well, mind frame. I'm like, what's the concept? You know, like uh, I've said this good. before on the sh- I'm the show. Painting is like is is elusive to some degree to me. You know, like okay. it, I mean, I love it, and I grew up, you know, looking at it like crazy and all the Italian masters and whatnot. Uh, um, but but in reality, it is something that like you're you either can do or you can't to some i mean you can learn to become a better painter but to learn to become a better painter you have to find your way to work with the medium and not everybody can fucking deal with it right like yeah i mean it can be a lot of work but i mean you know there's like one of the words i wanted to say was vitality and i'm not necessarily saying that my work has a vitality but uh-huh. i had i had an instructor that mentioned vit- vitality to me in a certain context and i only took the word away from it with me like to, mm-hmm. to carrying it with me to this day And that's something to strive for, you know, because like whether it's that person who said it, like you respect, you like their work, you think they're a strong painter or a sculptor or whatever it might be. And that you collect it like that stuff sticks to you. And so if you don't forget that, it could be could be harmony. Someone mentioned harmony 20 years ago and then you're still carrying that with you. And some of it some of it comes from yourself. Don't get me wrong. But if you really. Well, it There's sounds like, like that came from them describing you to yourself. And that can always be really helpful when someone like reflects you to you. And yeah. you're like, I didn't know that about myself because you could just get caught up in your own self-perception, right? Oh, totally. So, <laughs> yeah. So no. And then the other thing that's interesting about the way that you paint is that it's very, um, it's almost like collage-like, right? Like so in some cases, even though it's like paintbrushes, it's almost like, Sometimes things are just laid and juxtaposed on top of each other in this way that yeah, yeah. that has that feel, right? Like Yeah, uh, that's and, actually um a word that and came you do, to me do over some, the last few right? days. What's that? Go ahead. Sorry, what were you gonna say? Oh well you mentioned juxtaposed, and I think that's important. Um because that can bring, like I was mentioning earlier, the idea like how much red would, would balance green or or those are compliments, so maybe something else, you know, like uh, I think I think purple and green aren't necessarily yeah like that's a good like pairing I think or mm. um, and you just like I'm trying to think of it oh you said juxtapose you may have to juxtapose those two somehow whether they're right on top of each other they're on opposite corners what would that do to the like what what size would the green shape have to be in order to balance that much yellow like it's it's just experimentation like throughout the whole time and uh, it's, I, I imagine some artists can do that in their head or they do it ahead of time uh in a different way but um yeah i don't know it's just like it's there's I feel flatness like, and there's depth in a lot of this right yeah like, i mean collage is huge i, I i've yeah. done a lot of collage in the past and 
uh, even uh, you can definitely tell series. that some of some of these are definitely collages, even right? Like you've definitely got on your Instagram. I saw yeah, there's definitely there. collage on there. Yeah, yeah, but um, but that's another interesting way of working with color, right? Like, um, yeah, I often feel like they're probably more like paper shapes than they are like actual. Yeah, one hundred percent for sure. Like you know, sort of the the quote unquote like uh, like traditional or common painting techniques, you know. Yeah, even the one that you have uh, as your um, as your main uh, profile picture. Yeah, that one's like the one where you can actually see the the strokes of like what is that a Copic? Uh, the, I think it's actually um, like oh, wood grain something? on. It's like a oh, wood, it's grain. A wood grain. Yeah, it's a wood grain okay. printed paper. Is that is that oh, what you're, cool. you're looking at? Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Cool. Yeah, no, so, yeah, I mean, then that's definitely a collage. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I didn't know if that was painted or, or drawn. Uh, yeah, it's because, a, it's but small, But that, that speaks to what I was saying about the idea that, like, it does, it, it, you know, sometimes it does feel like you're doing collage with paint as opposed to, like, um, no, and I like the flatness. I like how you play with flatness the, it, because there's there's a layering of it. And so it's interesting to, to like, um, to just talk about like this, like sort of abstract painting methodology and then think about it in terms of its simplicity, right? Because, I mean, there's something relaxing about that. Just thinking about it, you know? <laughs> oh yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. As opposed Not to so, like... like I don't uh, feel torment. I don't feel like artist torment here. Oh, uh, that's great because I, it, you know, it, it, it comes out sometimes I think. And in the work. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe, I mean, there's angst and there's I write. That's when it comes out and then it doesn't actually make its way into the painting. So, cause I've sort of buffered it a little bit. Or yeah. All of my politics stays the fuck out of my art, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in, 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 as, uh, as a, uh, as an overt, uh, thing. I mean, I guess it's all sort of since it's conceptual art, it ends up being related. But my drawings aren't really about that, although they are about perception. So you can fucking argue that. Yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> artists trying to talk about shit. So yeah, yeah. yeah man. Oh, the, I, I see it. You have it tagged in your. You have your podcast tagged in uh, the thing. Right. Cool. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Thank you for letting me pick your brain and trying to trying to figure out like how it is that you think about color because it is it, it seems like it's a very personal thing, and that yeah, yeah. like I think as as humans we bring a lot of baggage of our own baggage into color, and it was nice to just hear like, yeah, man, it's like it's just color <laughs> and, and it's like you know sometimes it inspires me and and it means something, but like, I like that we never really, like, I, I like that you never really think about it in terms of, like, um, you know, because sometimes people, artists fucking grasp, as I'm sure you know, and they're like, the red represents Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. He died for you know, our sins. I think a lot of times it's like a tool. It's like an excuse to, to paint, you know, like paint yeah. is an excuse to paint and not to be, not to try to be interesting with that, but seriously, yeah. like, and that. That's what the there's parameters There's a sincerity do. in what you're saying and how you do, you approach this, which I really appreciate it. Like, there's like, uh, there's uh, a lack of um, pretense 
And it's like, dude, I paint, and I and I did. This is what I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it. It just, I, I, that's good because I was like, oh, it makes for a shitty interview. <laughs> no, not at all, not at all. This is fascinating, dude. You know, like the whole point is to just try to figure out how different artists do it and how different yeah, artists yeah, think. Yeah. And like, yeah, man, people just have like such crazy different approaches to doing shit. So I, I, yeah. I'm sure that this is gonna, this conversation is probably gonna help people that are like up their own ass (laughs) you know it's like hey this guy's making paintings they're successful there's a lot like we just had a we talked a lot about your shit and like they i i i'm i'm hoping it's interesting i'm get i feel like it was yeah no that's cool so so yeah uh what's it called you're a podcaster you do this shit all the time (laughs) i know (laughs) well you're you're not uh, the guest all the time well, I've been a guest a few times, but uh, I just felt under the idea, you know, that I wanted to do some research on something and dig into like what, you know, I, I the attempt was to 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 discover color for myself, like in words or on paper, um, you know, and not so much just on the canvas, because you know, because it was, you know, uh, like it's video, so it's tough, like not to have like examples of color and but i didn't want to go like the color wheel route and you know all that jazz so no um, it's i mean if there's something you want to say about color that you didn't get to say we still got a a, a few you know like we can we can make it the wrap-up of the thing like i'm totally happy with the conversation (laughs) i I, like my expectations are always like i don't know what the fuck is gonna happen but i feel like i I learned some shit so if you have any notes that you want to look at and, and make sure you get it out that's fine all right that's cool i mean thank you i appreciate it because i don't know um it's just you know when you said juxtapose i like to revisit that word only for a moment because that's like that that it's definitely compositional and i i did some some research on youtube and that's you know like it's the era we're living in so (laughs) like i'm like (laughs) i don't want to learn from youtube that's so like i gotta pick up a book but (laughs) (laughs) um but you know there's just some people out there that say oh i invented this or i invented this thing about color and i thought what (laughs) No, you didn't like that since the dawn of time. Like that was, you know, yeah. Anyway, I had a teacher that was like, and Giotto was the first person who ever painted like this. And then my my friend and I were like, the only ever, ever, ever. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, I I don't mean to hate on anybody or anything, but, um, I'm hating on that teacher. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) I just thought in the scheme of things, like, like because color is that important you know and for you to see it in one way like you like i feel like if anything he recognized it in in paintings which is fine like that's good but then to take it to that other level it's like yeah. you recognized it yeah yeah you know but anyway yeah, at, at best right yeah well yeah i mean <laughs> i mean you know put together a, a nice nice lesson and all that stuff but um the you, you throw around invent it's kind of like whoa <laughs> that's a strong word yeah but yeah um i don't know i mean can you edit some of this out or you're not gonna i usually don't but it's i mean we're good we're good dude okay Uh, do you have anything that you want to add do you want to do you want to start wrapping up or yeah i guess we can well there's um the idea where like i guess biologically or like scientifically where where um color comes from or how we recognize it in our brain like through the retina and through our eye from the object and from light 
Like, I just think um, it's interesting and a little simple way to put it, but it's very important. Uh, uh, and I'm probably going to pronounce her name wrong. It's terrible because I've, I've heard different ways to say it. But Sonia Dulane, or Dulane uh, okay. uh, she said, color is the skin of the world. So um, That's an interesting, like, sentiment. I get it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's cool when you think about light and, you know, and then you can, I guess you can try to figure out what she meant by that, like, in, in different ways. And, you know um you know like we were talking about like certain certain objects like they absorb other you know um light waves that don't reflect back so what we're seeing is just really the skin of that object kind of thing you know like that actually meets us and uh you know so i think that's interesting and short quote but um yeah do you ever think of the depth of your paintings and the objects like sort of in a stella in a Frank Stella sort of manner (laughs) where it's like, do you ever think of the colors that are absorbed inside of it? (laughs) I don't know. Um, Maybe, maybe someone else does (laughs) like for me (laughs) to make them. It's just, you know, um, I don't know. I, I like, I actually like critique because it, it, you can, they might be right on, you know? Yeah. yeah. And in an area that, you can't necessarily put into words when someone else does and someone else can. And yeah, that, that, you know, of course with anything that can be helpful or it can, or it can steer you the wrong way, but you know, um, wh- whatever it's, it's good. It's, it, I think ultimately it's good to just have conversation around work, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, I think it's, that, uh, I think that one of the things that I'm enjoying from this conversation and is refreshing is that I have definitely had many people come on the show and talk about how they felt stunted after they went to their MFA program or even their BFA, which yeah. I definitely did, where I was like, you just became so fucking analytical and so like up your own ass again, like in okay, terms yeah. of like all the things that you were taught. And, and but I think that like what you what I have gathered from this conversation is that you to some degree only made uh, school work for you in a way because like it doesn't seem like you left with all of that like uh constant self-criticism that was happening that like it seems like you have a good uh relationship to it where it doesn't make you go fucking crazy which it yeah, can yeah. to some people and then leads to like writer's block and stuff like that you know like yeah. you said early on that in the conversation that you were um where what's it called like that that you that when you were in school you let go a lot, like a lot of that stuff didn't like uh get to you because it wasn't something that you were interested in you know yeah like yeah. and that and i think that that like i think that that's a really valid and really helpful perspective to have represented on my show for sure in uh-huh. terms of like you know because like fuck man a lot of people destroy the, themselves from inside like just yeah, overthinking yeah. shit and like they can't make stuff Right. And and so here you are, you're talking about this like really profound thing, but your relationship is it is is almost like so intuitive that it's hard to verbalize. And when you verbalize it, it's almost like you're losing something. You know, it's like um, it's like trying to describe describe something that you experienced in a trip. Right. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like, you know, like it seems like it's like it seems like you have a relationship to color that. You tr- you're trying to verbalize and the most successful way that you've been able to do it is um, through the actual accomplishment of the painting and that um, 
maybe you feel like you're disappointing people by not having like a more elaborate relationship behind the paintings. But I think that that is like what makes the work good, right? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? And what makes it interesting is it's yeah. like, uh, um, I don't think you could get to this stuff if, if, if it weren't that way, if your relationship wasn't um, so like, non-intellectualized do you get what i'm saying like not that and not not that it's it's so intuitive and not like like it seems like there's criticality but out of people that i've talked to it definitely feels like the criticality is not a crippling thing it's just a tool whereas a lot of people that criticality that you learn in school just like crushes you and just like hits you like a fucking wave and you can't like move forward right and then a lot of people stop making shit so I don't know. I think this is really interesting. So thank you so much for being on the show, man. Oh, sure. Uh, thank you. I'm going to invite myself on your podcast. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We can continue the conversation, sure. Uh, and, and then, uh, well, no, I'm totally kidding, but not, but yeah. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Let's do some synergy, bro. Cross-platform synergy. We're all on YouTube and stuff, man. Come on. This is a networking show. Um, and then, uh, so let's plug that. Let's plug all of your podcasts again. You, the one that you're still working on is The Art, right? Which is spelled, I have it right here. Hold okay. on. Oh, no, I got away from it because I clicked <laughs> the wrong window in the background. Oh. Uh, here, hold on. Uh, it is A-H-T-Cast. Yes, at a- one a- word. H- yeah, at A-H-T-Cast, uh, and it's on, uh, uh, that's the, for Instagram. Well, yeah. And I guess they can find it on uh, wherever podcasts are available. Oh, yeah, Google and Apple, and uh, it's on Spotify, it's on... I have a blog, which is oddcast.com as well, where that's kind of the main home for it because I have images of the artist's work that are on, which, you know, necessarily doesn't go to Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. So seeing as how we're all making visual work, it's nice to go to the blog and check it out or their websites, of course. Do you post any of that stuff on Instagram? What's that? The the people's work? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Isn't that like the bane of your existence as well? (laughs) <laughs> what the, i got right? into podcasting to be a fucking instagrammer literally <laughs> well, i mean i don't know i i like it i mean i think it helps but where i only really put out a it's a monthly podcast oh, okay so i feel like i get lost in between yeah, yeah yeah and i gotta figure out how to like post more like even though i don't have a new interview to share yeah know? just so yeah, it's, the, it's a the, more what's it called but, podcasting is fucking it's fun but bro sometimes yeah. i hate it <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know I, it's a lot of work and i don't some some of the podcasts out there they're putting them out every week and i think th- you know you do it pretty often too so i'm like i don't know how i can't do that <laughs> this is the first year that i'm doing every week and it's like yeah. literally yeah. breaking me because one of the things that's happened is that my listenership is more consistent and more regular but okay. I used to whenever put whenever I would put up episodes like I would get like bigger flares of listens because people would discover the show and yeah, go back yeah, and yeah. listen to it or people hadn't listened you know like they were missing the show so maybe they would go back and listen to some of their favorite episodes yeah that's always out cool. every week people are just like it's like oh I'm part like you know <laughs> oh <laughs> like, you mean so, that- 
Yeah, and then the other thing, the, the the reason that I hate Instagram is not like that I hate Instagram or anything like that. I really do enjoy, like I feel good about like posting pr- and promoting people's work. And I, like, I love all the work that I get to see from people and, and ev- like pretty much everybody on the show that I've had. I like yeah. what they do, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So, so it, I, I totally like posting all of that shit. It, the, the thing that drives me crazy though is how much my show is dependent on my Instagram because if I don't fucking post for long enough, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like people, I just like forget pe- out of people's consciousness. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing with that. Uh, but yeah. I, I like the community that's there too. And you know, yeah. it, started, it pretty much started on Facebook and now it's, it's, it's on Instagram. I think, you know, yeah. I mean, not, it wasn't like it was yesterday. It happened. It happened a few years ago, but it was, it's nice to be a part of that. And you know, like you, you mentioned this, yeah, I, I think the idea of talking about work and not letting the, the, the inner critic or what have you, like those, those things, uh, I think it helps to talk about work and, and you find the right community to do that. Um, yeah. Whether it's trading an interview or commenting on Instagram or like you even like message with art from, you know, like that are around the world and it doesn't really matter if you have a rapport with them. So, yeah. uh, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, it's cool that that's recognized that, you know, I didn't let it get to me and that's, that feels good to hear that because I don't, um, I actually didn't get my MFA. So maybe that's why it hasn't. Oh, I don't have an MFA either. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's why yeah. I advocate for, I, I advocate for people that like just make art. Like, I don't think I, I, or I, I guess I'm advocating for decentralization of who the fuck says who's an artist, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. like a lot of the people that they say are artists are just like money laundering scams anyway. Right. So <laughs> like who the fuck cares? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And if like Lindsay Lohan can make an NFT, M- a- a- NFT, like, uh, I, and I don't begrudge her that at all. I think, I think that she can, I'm totally like, Hey, if someone's willing to pay that shit, like that's the whole fucking scam. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, like yeah. that's what, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be like, no, you can't pay fifteen hundred dollars for my shit <laughs> or whatever yeah, the yeah. fuck, you know, for my little digital thing. It's just no one wants to buy it from me. So, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think I think that uh, I I love the idea of like um, just like artists doing it for themselves. We're nineties artists. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nineties woman's reference. But, oh, okay. uh, but what's it called? Um, yeah, this shit is fun though. And, and, like ultimately as much as like, I just f- feel like so guilty sometimes when I'm just overworked and I, and I fall behind on like promoting people's shit and I'm like yeah. posting two, two things the next week. But I guess I just got to chill, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it just comes out like there's so many podcasts out there now and like really it's, it's, I think artists like they want to make their own work too. So that's like the main thing. And the podcast is, is an extension of studio life, but yeah. I try not to get down on myself for, for not publishing and whatever else, like as often as other people. I mean, and I think it's just cause no matter what you do is like your own schedule kind of thing. Like, no, it, totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I also like, uh, am trying to work in the podcasting space as well. Like, so that I can have a, better day job than i have now too so that's oh, okay. part of the reason that i'm motivated to do all this yeah, yeah. so <laughs> so when the end goal is to start getting paid for this all the time when you do shit for yourself for free you're just like 
I'm such an asshole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm working on another show and, and a bunch of oh, other cool. stuff. So, so I do, I do really like the medium and I do, uh, believe in it. And I like, it's actually really nice to hear that you've been doing it since 2011, because that might be, that gives me hope for like, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll be, I'll be doing it for 10 years at some point. (laughs) Yeah, It's it's something though. Cause then, you know, the schedule has been irregular, but you know, then, then you have like, if you, if you have a long time between one episode and the next. I I kind of get down and I'm like, oh, you know, it's been 10 years. Maybe I just, maybe I'm not in it anymore. And then you have another interview and it goes well. And you're like, I'm not stopping another 10 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Now so. we, we should probably just have this conversation off air. Because <laughs> this okay, is yeah, us just talking podcast. Yeah. Let's wrap it up, man. Uh, right. Thank you so much for being on the show. You are at Philip J. Mellon, uh, with M-E-L-L-E-N, uh, yep. right? Yeah, uh, and then uh, is it are there periods or underscores There's, anywhere? In yeah, that? between Philip and Jay, and then after Jay, between Melon is just the dots. Yeah, on yeah, so Instagram. dots between dots on either side of the J, right? Right, right. Okay, on and Instagram. Then, yeah, and then you're you have the art cast. You have uh, people can go back and listen to your 2015 podcast, which was called what? Uh, the mixed media tapes. The mixed media tapes. Oh, I like That's, that. Name. Oh, and thanks. then what's yeah. what, what, I mean I like both names but okay. uh, and then what, what I remember thinking that when you said it the first time so I wanted to say it out loud this time and okay. what was the other the third one uh, Ah takes A H T T A K E S but that's a little more specialized or uh, specialized it really isn't the word but like specific topics okay you know like I did a music episode and with but there's still guests on of course so it's cool. it's just a somewhat of an extension all right. And then uh, we are at What's My Thesis, and I am at Javier Proenza on Instagram and pretty much everything else. You can rate and review us five stars on all podcasting platforms. You can rate the ArtCast on all podcasting platforms. We only accept five-star reviews. So yes. if you if, if 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 you're not gonna give us that, don't bother. <laughs> right on. And, and you can subscribe on YouTube and watch this episode there if you want to see our pretty faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, I think that's all the stuff that I have to plug at the end. So uh, thanks again for being on the show. 